Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Robbers by nine and a half hours down south. Would they not have stolen until they had had enough? If the grape gatherers came to thee, would they not leave some grapes? Thank you. Okay, the first song we're going to sing is um, 2.15 in the old school hymnal. As we travel through the desert, storms beset us by the way. But beyond the river Jordan lies a field of endless day. Farther on, still go farther, count the milestones one by one. Jesus will forsake you never, it is better farther on. Oh, my brother, are you weary of the roughness of the way? Does your strength begin to fail you? And your vigor to decay. Jesus, Jesus will go with you. He will lead you to the throne. He who died his garments for you. And the white drops from Go ahead. Keep singing. Farther on, Count the milestones one by one. No accounting, only trusting. It is better farther on. Hark a voice from Eden stealing. Softly in an undertone. Hark, I hear his gentle whisper. It is better farther on. And my dream will still be seen. Though you weep for one that's gone, sing it as we once did sing it. It is better farther on, farther on, still go farther. Count the milestones one by one. Jesus will forsake you never. It is better farther on. Well. We lost our connection to Facebook, so I'm back live again on Facebook. I took YouTube down. Seems like when I try to simulcast with YouTube, Facebook is affected by it. So we'll just try to do our best with Facebook. It looks like uh, both um, Brother Carl and Brother Mark are already over on um, Talkshoe. Um, welcome aboard, guys. We're going to sing a psalm, another hymn and a psalm, and then we'll be ready to go to the other part of the service. Um, 577 in the old school hymnal. 
577. And I apologize to our YouTube uh, subscribers, but I can't. I just can't simulcast on both places. The Lord has been so good to me. 277. I want to sing his praise. I want to glorify his name all my remaining days. The Lord has been so good to me. I will on him depend. And every day, wherever I be, I would his truth defend. I want to follow in his steps and show my love this way. I want to lift his banner up each fair or cloudy day. I want to mingle with his saints while here on earth I stay and meet them on the golden shore on that eternal day. Lord Jesus, will thou mercy show and save me by thy grace that I may win this life is o'er. Look on thy lovely face and in the hand of endless bliss where all the praise is thine, some humble place at thy dear feet, may this poor sinner find. The Lord has been so good to me, I will on him depend. And every day, wherever I be, I will his truth defend. Okay, the last one we're going to sing is Psalm, taking out of Psalm 40. Um, 40F, page 38. I hid not in my heart your truth and saving help. Your faithfulness I preached in the assembly grave. Feel not withhold from me your tender mercies, Lord, and your unfailing love will ever keep me safe. Misfortunes beyond count have taken hold of me. My sins lie on me so that I cannot see. In greater sun are they than hairs upon my head. So my heart fails me, my courage fades away. Come to my rescue, Lord. O Lord, make haste to help. Let all who seek my life be shamed and be confused. Let them fall back in shame who want to see my hurt. Let them be done who cheer. Aha, aha to me. Let all men who seek you be glad and in you joy. Through your salvation love, say glory to the Lord. Oh, I'm in want of the Lord takes thought of me. My help, my Savior, come. Oh, God, do not be afraid. Okay, well, we're still on Facebook Live, right? <laughs> and so, um, welcome aboard.
John Macy, and the rest that will be joining us at the top of the hour. We're a little bit early. And also welcome aboard Mark Phillips, uh, my wife Rosette, Sister Babs, Brother Mark Kennedy, and Brother Carl Roberts. Welcome aboard, guys. Good morning. How is everybody? You're doing well. Wonderful. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you, Brother Larry. Love you. Same to you. Same to you, brother. Same to you. Same to you all. Um, well, I haven't really had a chance. I mean, I haven't told you guys as to what you want to do this morning. Um, since we are... Since we're not a part of the electoral college, I guess we'll just be a strict democracy. <laughs> so anyway, um, I guess I'll poll you guys and see what you want to you want to do. Um, what What do you think? Uh, I'll ask Brother Mark and then ask Brother Carl and see where we're going to go this morning. Brother Brother Mark. Um. Let's see. I could do John 7 if you want, or whatever you want to do is fine with me. I could do John <laughs> 7, no problem. Okay. Whatever you do, fine with me. Okay, what do you say, Brother Carl? Um, just whatever's fine. Um, I had uh, been working on a picture of Christ um, in Genesis chapter 4. Um, works and yeah. grace, and the you know, and the seed war, and what a picture of Christ Abel is, and also he's a picture of the believer. But I mean, we can do that tonight if you want. If you want to do John seven this morning, whatever. Okay, that sounds uh, that sounds like a good plan. That that kind of takes the burden off my shoulders for tonight. <laughs> uh, so that's that's a good thing. Uh, so that's a good plan. So. Brother Carl, yeah, I plan on bringing that tonight. I'm looking forward to that. And Brother Mark, uh, yeah, let's just uh, work through John 7. Okay, very good. We did John uh, 6 last Sunday. All right, well, praise God, saints. God bless you. And uh, we're almost through May. Uh, and so... I will ask the saints to please keep praying for the Phillips family. Thank you for thank you for responding, you know, to my prayer requests for different matters. And uh may God meet you at the point of your need and uh I I thank you for your prayers for for our brothers and sisters the Roberts and uh Saints, please keep praying for Brother Carl's mom, Reba Sandage, that that God would bring her out of the false system of organized religion by revealing the truth to her. Organized religion does nothing but deceive people. So my prayer request is for Brother Carl Robert's mom, Reba Sandage, that God would reveal the truth to her and bring her out of the lie of organized religion that she is in. My sister is in the same situation. She's been in organized religion for years and years and years, and she thinks that everything is okay in that regard. So 
That is my prayer for my sister and brother Carl's mom, a request for prayer for them. All right. Well, thank you, brothers. God bless you. Thank you for allowing me these past two weeks to do John 6, and we'll do John 7 in the authorized King James Version only. Okay, so all that being said, we'll start here with John chapter 7 in the authorized King James Version. Let's see, we've got uh, John 7 has 53 verses in it. So let's see here, 53 divided by 3. That's about 17 verses each, 17 or 18 verses each. Okay, so I'll start out. I'll go to, I'll do the first 18 verses, and then, and then we'll just see how the Holy Spirit leads. So without any further ado, John chapter 7 in the Authorized King James Version. Verse 1, after these things, Jesus walked in Galilee, for he, would not walk, for he would not walk in Jewry because the Jews sought to kill him. Verse 2, now the Jews' feast of tabernacles was at hand. Verse 3, his brethren therefore said unto him, depart hence and go into Judea, that thy disciples also may see the works that thou doest. Verse 4, For there is no man that doeth anything in secret, and he himself seeketh to be known openly. If thou do these things, show thyself to the world. For neither did his brethren believe in him. Verse 5, Verse 6, Then Jesus said unto them, My time is not yet come, but your time is always ready. Verse 7, the world cannot hate you, but, it, but me it hateth, because I testify of it that the works thereof are evil. Verse 8, go ye up into this feast. I go not up yet unto this feast, for my time is not yet fully full come. Verse 9, when he had said these words unto them, he abode still in Galilee. But when his were gone up, then went he also up unto the feast, not openly, but as it were in secret. Verse 11, then the Jews sought him at the feast and said, where is he? Verse 12, and there was much murmuring among the people concerning him. For some said he is a good man. Others said, nay, but he deceiveth the people. Verse 13, how be it? No man spake openly of him for fear of the Jews. Now about the midst of the feast, Jesus went up into the temple and taught. Verse 15, and the Jews marveled, saying, How knowing this man letters, how knoweth this man letters, having never learned? There it is. Isn't that interesting? Verse 16, Jesus answered them and said, My doctrine is not mine, but his that sent me. There it is. There's his reply to the cemeterians. <laughs> Verse 17, If any man will do his will, he shall know of the doctrine, whether it be of God or whether I speak of myself. And verse 18, He that speaketh of himself seeketh his own glory 
but he that seeketh his glory that sent him, the same is true, and no unrighteousness is in him. Okay. Very, some very interesting things happening up here in this first third of John chapter 7. So, so we see in the opening here, Jesus walked to Gal- in Galilee, uh, and he would not walk in the midst of the Jews because they sought to kill him. And uh, in verse 2, we see that the, that the Feast of Tabernacles was at hand. And uh, in his brethren, therefore, said unto him in verse 3, Depart hence and go into Judea, so that, my, so that your disciples also may see the works that thou doest. In verse 4, he says, For there is no man that doeth anything in secret, and he himself seeketh to be known openly. In other words, God does everything to be seen, you know, so that his works will be manifest. If you do these things, show thyself to the world. That's what he's, that's what he's telling us right there. When we do the works of God, we should do them so that the world will see them, so that the world will, you know, see the glory of the Father. And uh, verse 5 here his brethren did not believe in him, he, they're telling us. And then here's a very interesting uh, response from Jesus in verse 6. He said to them, Jesus said to them, my time is not yet come, but your time is always ready. I am reminded of uh, what Brother Carl said when he go when he went over that uh, other scripture a couple of weeks ago about how he about how Jesus said his hour is not yet come and uh, for the people not to touch him because his hour is not yet come and so this is this is very interesting and this is a very interesting reference to that what Brother Carl was talking about before. Now, here's another interesting uh, statement in verse 7. The, he, he's telling his disciples, The world cannot hate you, but me it hateth because, he, because Christ testifies of it that the works of the world are evil. That's why, that's why the world hates us, because we do, we do the exact same thing that our leader Jesus did, when he tells the world that its works are evil, the world is going to hate him. And when we do the same thing that our leader Jesus did in telling this world that its works are evil, this world is going to hate us too as well. So we should not be surprised when that happens. So now he says in verse 8, Go ye up unto this feast. I do not go yet because my time is not yet fully come. That's an, another interesting reference to the uh, concept verse of my of my hour is not yet come. That's really good connection there. So when in verse nine he was still in Galilee when he spoke these words. And then here in verse 10, when his brethren were gone up, then he went also up to the feast. 
not openly, but he went in stealth. He went secretly up to the feast because he heard that his brethren were there also. And then uh, in verse 11, it tells us that uh, the Jews saw him there because they knew that he had gone up to the feast. They, they thought he might be there, and so he said, uh, they said, where is he? And so then in verse 12, there was much murmuring among the people concerning him. Some said he is a good man. Others said nay, but he deceiveth the people. What is going on with Facebook here? It quit again. Now I have to go back and find the feed. Oh, darn it. I lost it. That's all right. I'll keep going. So in verse 13, we're up to verse 13. Howbeit no man speak openly of him for fear of the Jews. So the 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 Jew the, uh, the backlash of the Jews was having a stifling effect on their freedom of speech. So it's really bad when when the Jews were creating such fear in the masses that they you know they couldn't say anything. They didn't want to say anything for fear of getting caught up in all of it. And so verse 14, and now in the mid, about the middle of the feast, Jesus went up into the temple and taught. And in verse 15, the Jews marveled at this, saying, How knoweth this man letters, having never learned? Here's, here's, this is very interesting right here. Isn't this exactly what they do today? Oh, what seminary? Where's your degree from? You know, they're they doing the same thing to Jesus back then, and nothing's changed. They're doing the same thing today. You know, how knoweth this man letters, having never learned? And I love Jesus' reply here in verse 16. He answered them, he says, my doctrine is not mine, but him that sent me. So I don't need your stupid cemetery because I have all the doctrine from my father. He's telling them right there. So you can have your seminary or cemetery, whatever you want to call it. I pass on that because I don't need it because I know all things. That's why, that's why, he, said, that's why he said that all of them will be taught of God from the least to the greatest. Every man will know God. And then here in verse 17, if any man will do his will, he shall know of the doctrine, whether it be of God or whether I speak of myself. And then in verse 18, he that speaketh of himself seeketh his own glory, but he that speaketh, but he that seeketh his glory, the glory of God, that is, that sent him, the same is true, and no unrighteousness is in him. So, praise God, brothers. That's my thoughts on the first third of John chapter 7. Some wonderful things in this chapter here. As we can see in this first third of John chapter 7. And now I will turn it over to Brother Carl for some commentary. And then Brother Larry. And then we'll pick up on the next uh, third of John chapter 7. All right. Well, great job there, Brother Mark, by the grace of God. You made some excellent points there, um, but, you know, by the grace of God. I'll just, uh, we see here, um, we see here in the verse one of chapter seven that 
there was a you know there was a conspiracy going on to to kill Christ by the Jews. All right, and this is what we're taught in Scripture. And so I don't want people to think that I'm being racist or anything like that or anti-Semitic. I don't want people to think that I hate Jews because I don't. But the fact is, these people are the real racists. All right, and that and these same people that tried to kill, that wanted to kill Christ and were conspiring to kill him are the same ones that are over there now. Same, it's the same people. They're from the same bloodline. They're all the seed of the serpent. That's who these people are. And Christ called them out constantly and called them a generation of vipers and told them that their father was the devil and and the works of their father they were going to do. Um, as brother, as brother Mark was saying, you know, in verses six through eight, um, you know, Christ tells his brother that did not believe on him that his hour had not come as if to say, you know, I, you know, no man takes my life from me, but I lay it down willingly. I lay my, you know, I give my life for the sheep is what we learn later. All right. But he tells him, he tells him, but your time is always ready. The world cannot hate you, but it, but, but me, it hateth because I testify that the works thereof are evil because these people that he were talking to were of the world. That's why the world loves them. That's why the world doesn't hate them because they are of the world. They are the reprobate. They are the vessels of wrath fitted for destruction. And Christ testifies to the world, this world system, this satanic world system. All right. That it's evil, all right. Um, and and we see here, we see here later in verse fourteen that Christ waited intentionally until the middle of the feast. And I think this is because it would it would have been at this time when most of the people were there. This is when it was most busy, um, it, you know, in the you know in the middle of the feast. And I think he waited, you know, on you know for this time frame. For a reason, for a couple of reasons. Um, number one, he wanted to make it more difficult for these people to try to lay their hands on him in front of all these people who had seen him do a miracle and try to kill him. All right. And the other was he wanted to make a point to as many people as possible by calling these people out, which is what he does. In verse Man. 16, he says, "He says, you know, Brother Mark made an excellent point there. Um, you know, they say in verse 14, um, in verse 15, rather, and the Jews marveled, saying, how knoweth this man of letters, having never learned? Because Christ wasn't trained in the synagogue. He was a carpenter, and, you know, he was the son of a carpenter. Well, he was the son of God, but I think everybody knows what I'm, what I'm talking about here when I say that. Joseph was a carpenter, and so was Christ. Yep. And Christ was not yep. trained in, in, you know, in, in the synagogue. And, and, you know, what he's saying here is we do not, you know, I, you know, we, the believing ones, all right, do not need to be trained and ordained by men. All right. Amen. We're, you know, we're told that we're all going to be taught of God and that the Holy Spirit is going to teach us all things. And that's, that's all correct. we need, all right, is a King James Version of the Bible and the Holy Spirit yeah. of God, all right? And he goes on in verse 17 to say, if any man will do his will, talking about the Father's will, he shall know of the doctrine, whether it be of God or whether I speak of myself. Well, what is the will of the Father? Well, we learned in John 6, um, um, in, John, in, in John 6, 39, 
and this is the Father's will which has sent me, that of all which he hath given me, I should lose nothing, but should raise it up again at the last day. In verse 40, and this is the will of him that sent me, that every one which seeth the Son and believeth on him may have everlasting life, and I raise him up at the last day. So Christ is not talking about keeping doing anything. Not talk, he's not talking about keeping the law or or doing any type of work. He's talking about doing the will of the Father, and the will of the Father is to believe on him who he has sent, our Lord and Savior That's- Jesus Christ. And with that, I'll turn it. You know, and with that, I'll turn it over to Brother Larry. Thank you. Very good. Very good Carl. comments. I want to say I apologize to our Facebook people. We have had a real challenge this morning with a bad signal. We're back live, and hopefully it'll stay on. Now we've been on two or three times, so we'll just see yeah. what happens. Yeah, this is really. Um, I like the way that Brother Carl. Um, brought things full circle in stating that nothing has changed. We see the same thing today as yes. we saw back in in the time that Jesus' ministry was happening. And it's so evident when we just pay attention <laughs> of what's going on right now. Um, yes. Jesus says in, in verse 6, my time is not yet come, but your time is always ready. Mm-hmm. I, I find that really interesting. And then he tells him to go up to the feast, and then we see that he also went up to the feast in secret. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, the Jews were seeking for him. I mean, they were looking for him. They, they were... They had some important business to do, mm-hmm. and there's news out there right now that has some very important business to do for their um, their God is not of this their God is of this world, and they you know Jesus Christ said, uh, your father is you're not you're not of my father." You know, he says, you, you you serve another father. Your father the devil. And the works Amen. of the devil, you, the works of the devil you will do. And that's what they were getting ready to do here. Amen. And they, verse 11, where is he? Where is he? And, yep. um, well, you know, a lot of people today are looking for a Messiah. Where is the Messiah? Where is Mishiach? You know, we want yep. Mishiach now. <laughs> okay. And the Messiah has already come, already died, already rose from the grave, already seated at the right hand of the Father, and is preparing to come back for his own. That's so, right. Anyway, uh, notice that in the middle of the feast, in the middle of the feast, 14, he waited till it got toward the middle. Mm-hmm. Jesus went up, right up into the temple and taught. Right in the midst of these, right in the midst of these devils, and you know, no wonder the Jews marveled. You know, I mean, here he is. He had the pretentious presumption to go amongst them and teach. Yeah, you know, just like some of us that are teaching this morning. Who did? Who does that Carl Roberts and Mark Kennedy and Larry Phillips think they are anyway? They're not a member of any church. They don't realize that we're a member of the firstborn. Church of God, <laughs> not yep. the Church of God. 
They're not the church of God in Christ or not the church of Christ or not the church of this or church of that. We are the member of the bride of Christ. Yes. They, he says, my doctrine is not mine, you know, and that's what every one of us say. What we're saying is not our doctrine. It's Christ's doctrine. Christ, Christ is the one that gave it to us. Christ is the one that told us to proclaim it. And no one can shut us up until it's God's timing to uh, allow us to be shut up, however that is. Yes. And he says in 17, if any man will do his will, he shall know of the doctrine, whether it be of God. And that's apropos for today, you know. I can tell usually within about five minutes when a person's preaching whether their doctrine is of God or whether it's of man. Yep. It's pretty easy. It's pretty easy to tell. I had a sister uh, in Christ send me an email and she said, "Why do people do all of this name dropping all of the time?" You know. He says, "Why don't they drop the name of Christ a little bit more and stop?" And 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 you know, and she she was talking about those that are constantly referring to the divines, you know, like John Owen, or, or yeah. it doesn't matter, or or they constantly want to exalt uh, people instead of exalting God. And he mm-hmm. says, "He that seeketh of himself seeketh of his own glory." Our focus should be on Christ. That's what he's saying. And so that's, that's, that's what I sort of have on that this morning, brothers. I'll turn it back to you guys. I want to recognize Zephaniah McCory as well, who joined us. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you, all. Thank you, Brother Larry. God bless you. Okay. God bless our saints listening in. May Jehovah meet you at the point of your need. All right. Brother Carl, uh, would you read uh, verses 19 down to 36 now for us? The next eight verses, Brother Carl, please. Thank you. Uh, I sure will. Here we go. Verse 19 in the Gospel of John, chapter 7, and the King James Version only. Starting yes. with verse 19 down through verse 36. Verse 19. Um, you know, I just want to I love our Lord and Savior so much. I mean, he's such a brave you know, whenever he walked this earth, he was so brave. You know, yep. I mean, he was truly king, man, and they, they, they couldn't see it. And I laughed to myself because they tried to put their hands on him and make him king at one point. Some of these people did, and they didn't realize that he was king, that he, that he was king already. And he just calls these people out with every chance that he got. And all right, here yep. we go, verse 19. Did not Moses give you the law, and yet none of you keepeth the law? Why go ye about to kill me? The people answered and said, Thou hast a devil who goeth about to kill thee. Jesus answered and said unto them, I have done one work, and ye all marvel. Moses therefore gave unto you your circumcision, not because it is of Moses, but of the fathers, and ye on the Sabbath day circumcise a man. If a man on the Sabbath day receive circumcision, that the law of Moses should not be broken, are ye angry at me because I have made a man every whit whole on the Sabbath day? Judge not according to the appearance, but judge righteous judgment. Then said hey. some of them of then said some of them of Jerusalem, Is not this he whom they seek to kill? But lo, he speaketh boldly, and they say nothing unto him. Do the rulers know indeed that this is the very Christ? 
Howbeit we know this man whence he is, but when Christ cometh, no man knoweth whence he is. Then cried Jesus in the temple as he taught, saying, Ye both know me, and ye know whence I am, and I am not come of myself. And he that sent me is true, whom ye know not. But I know him, for I am from him, and he hath sent me. Then they sought to take him, but no man laid hands on him, because his hour was not yet come. And many of the people believed on him, and said, When Christ cometh, will he do more miracles than these, which this man hath done? The Pharisees heard that the people murmured such things concerning him. And the Pharisees and the chief priests sent officers to take him. Then said Jesus unto them, Yet a little while I am with you, and then I go unto him that sent me. You shall seek me, and shall not find me, and where I am, thither ye cannot come. Then said the Jews among themselves, Whither will he go, that we shall not find him? Will he go into the dispersed among the Gentiles, and teach the Gentiles? What manner of saying is this, that he said, You shall seek me, and shall not find me, and where I am thither ye cannot come? Amen. Well, um, in verse 19, he calls them out on their conspiracy yes. to their faith. He says, why are y'all going about to kill me? Right? <laughs> and they lie like the, like, the vile, like the vipers and the snakes that they are. All right. Exactly. Look at what they say, verse 20. The people answered and said, thou hast a devil who goeth about to kill thee. All right, well, they were, they were denying their conspiracy, just like these people do today. All right? Amen. Um, you know, Jesus goes on to teach here about the miracle that he had done healing, some, you know, healing someone on, you know, on the Sabbath day, right? Mm-hmm. To, you know, to not judge according to, you know, not, judge not according to the appearance, but judge yeah. righteous judgment, all right? And you see, we can you see we can only do that by the Holy Spirit of God, all right? You know, it is man's natural inclination to judge on the appearance. You know, you see these big buildings and all the people that you know that you know congregate there, and these people behind these pulpits and these nice suits and. Nice piano right. and organ in the background playing in the choir and all this. And it looks holy on the outside to people that don't know any better, but it's not. And yeah. if our blessed, if our blessed Deemer, if our blessed Redeemer, all right, were to come back into this world as the suffering servant, all right, yeah. these same people that claim to be preaching his word, all right, and I can call people, and I, and I can mention a lot of names here. But oh, yeah. you know they these people, John MacArthur, um, yep. Harry Stone, um, you know uh, Bill Johnson, um, Rick Wiles, all right, Jim Baker, um, Joel Osteen. Yep. Okay, go on and on and on here. These same people, the whole religious world, evangelical Christianity as a whole, these people would try to lay their hands on him and murder him because he right. our Lord and Jesus Christ stands in total contrast to everything that organized religion stands for. And if yep. we doubt that, all we have to do is think about what we're reading right here. Yeah. All right? Um, yeah, I mean, you know, he, you know, and he just called these people out on, you know, on their conspiracy. They deny it, and he teaches us that, you know, the Lord judges on the heart. All right, and not the total, and and not the total depraved heart. 
that we have. Right. But the one that, that the, but the one that he gives us at the new birth, he takes out our heart of stone and gives us the heart of flesh. All right, That's and right. this is this is by the sovereign decree of God, which we just read in verses 17 and 18. All right, Amen. Um, we, we go on to see here in the later half of you know in the later half of the chapter here in verse 32, the Pharisees heard that the people murmured such things concerning him, and the Pharisees mm-hmm. and the chief priests sent officers to take him. All right, but once again, his hour had not come yet. And That's like right. you said before, you know, like you said before, no man takes my life from me. This is this is what we go on to read later. Um, no man That's takes my life from me, but I lay it down willingly. You know, I give, I, you know, I give my life for the sheep, for the elect, for the ones that the Father has given me. Um, mm-hmm. and, with, and with that, I'll just turn it over to to, uh, to you, brothers. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Very well said. Yes. Brother Leonard, you want to give us some commentary on this? Well, you know, I I uh, see how convoluted verse 20. If anybody had a devil, it was the, those people who were charging him that had the devil. Yep. You know, they were full of Satan, you know, and yet they were charging him. Of course, that was, they just didn't realize it, but right there they were attributing Jesus Christ is being devil possessed, which is the blasphemy of the Holy Spirit. You know. Yep. And okay. uh, Jesus answered, said, "I have done one work, and ye marvel." Um, you know, today you have all these people that are into prophecy, signs and wonders, and spiritual signs, and all this. They have a lot of people marveling at at their works, but they don't realize it. But Jesus Christ is not the one that's giving them. Um, in other words, it's it's going through the wrong person. It's not going through Jesus Christ. It's going through Satan. Amen. And uh, anyway, that's why I think Christ says in verse twenty four, "Judge not according to the appearance." but judge righteous judgment. That's, You know, we have all these people today saying, you can't judge. You're not supposed to judge. You're not supposed to oh. judge. Yeah. <laughs> and Jesus here says, judge righteous judgment. We are supposed That's... to discern. You know, yep. without if, if we don't discern what people are saying, what people are doing, what people are conveying, yeah. uh, you know, we're being so open-minded, our brains will fall out. I mean, you know, we're we're supposed to be judging righteous judgment. That's right. And uh, anyway, like Carl said, he was very bold. Verse 26, he speaketh boldly. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, he was very bold in what he had to say. And after he was crucified and rose again, the apostles became very bold in the proclamation of the gospel. I mean, they all, John, every one of them died for their faith, you know. And I heard a guy say one time, why all of a sudden this huge difference? I mean, Peter had just died the Lord three times, you know, prior to Christ being crucified. And now... 
Peter was willing to lay his very life down, you know. What, what brought about this huge change? Well, the resurrection. Mm-hmm. It, gave it gave authentication that he was, in fact, who he said he was by his own raising from the dead. Um, Amen. Well, this, uh, I find it interesting, verse 28. Jesus cried in the temple. Right, mm-hmm. he says, know me and ye know whence I am. And I am not come of myself, but he that sent me is true, whom ye know not. You know, it's interesting. We find this paradox all the way through Scripture. Mm-hmm. Okay, You see that, yes, Jesus manifested himself to the world in time. But he didn't manifest himself spiritually to the whole world okay he manifested himself physically to the whole world at that time pretty much but he didn't manifest himself spiritually and that's what i think he's saying here you both know me you know as you can see me physically um but he's he's also real showing them that they don't know his father and if they don't know his father they don't know him because his father has not revealed spiritually Christ to them and um, anyway uh, the result was they tried to they tried to lay their hands on him they tried to Mm. take him and you know that's what free willers do have you ever thought about that they lay their hands on Christ and take him Mm -hmm. and he has not he has not even the people that try to lay their hands on Christ and fill out decision cards and execute their free will, God hasn't revealed Himself to Himself to them yet. That's so right. they're trying to trying to take they're they're trying to lay their hands on Him. Okay, That's just right. like those people trying to lay their hands on me and that altar call in that chapel service. They tried to lay mm-hmm. their hands on and physically pull me up to their altar. You know. Anyway. Wow. Uh, many of the people believed on him and said, when Christ cometh, will he do more miracles than these? In other words, they were already convinced that he was the very Christ. And mm-hmm. that really confirmed the Pharisees to get really concerned. And the chief priest, you know, sent officers to take him, you know. And, uh, you know, I have, I've, had officers, I've had officers been sent to take me several times I could tell wow. you I uh, when I was when I was working for the state of Missouri and I got canned and you guys know why I got canned because I refused to license homosexuals as foster parents uh, my my the, the, the supervisor that actually terminated me and gave me my walking papers said you need to get your stuff out of the offices now. We'll give you 10 minutes to get all your stuff out, or we are going to call the police. Okay? Wow. And they will, they will, they will escort you out of the building. <laughs> okay? And uh, another time, I had some officers in the church. Basically, they might have, might as well <laughs> escorted me out. I got yeah. a letter, and the letter was bet- from a council of a church. And they said, if you don't come to our council and meet with our council, 
uh, you will be, they didn't use the word excommunicated. Now, boy, they didn't like that. Facebook didn't like that at all. They just cut me off again. Uh, um, <laughs> anyway, uh, I'll, I'll, try, I'll try to reconnect again. But anyway, um, and by the way, this shouldn't be a surprise to us. I mean, when, when you've got a Jewish fellow that owns Facebook, I mean, uh -huh. you know, they've got their little, they got their AI, they got their artificial intelligence system. Um, right. They, they've got their little, I've got a post from a fellow that has just been put off of Facebook for, um, he was put off for Facebook for three, 30 days. Really put, in the Facebook, put, put in the Facebook jail for 30 days just because of something he said, you know. And wow. so it's going to become more and more prevalent all the time, guys. We might as well get used to it. And I'm really uh, I'm really considering, uh, you know, I, I don't ever plan on shutting Facebook down or going leaving Facebook because uh, I, believe, I believe that God has, has opened that channel. I believe on staying on it until they take me down, physically take me down, and say I can no longer be on Facebook. And the same thing with YouTube. Um, I am, I am taping all of our, our. In fact, I'm backing up all of our materials, uh, so there we have the materials, so we can post them other places. Just so you guys know that. I'm sorry I didn't mean to get off track, but uh, I just wanted to make you aware that we do have, and we are now. We still are. I went back on Facebook, so we're still broadcasting on Facebook right now. So I'm trying to, do, trying to do the best that I can with what God has given us. Um, so to conclude this up, uh, hold on one second here. I've got to clear this out here. Um, but to clear this up, to continue this, um, basically um, this ends up with, uh, what manner of saying is this that you said you shall seek me and shall not find me and whether I am thither you cannot come. They go, what's he saying here? Is he going to go to the Gentiles? What's he doing? What's he saying? Well, yeah. this was really this was really more of a spiritual uh, statement by Christ. In other words, you can you can never find Christ unless you've been chosen in him from the foundation of the world and you've been given to him by the Father. I believe Amen. that that's what Christ was speaking there, the doctrine of election. That's what I believe was, he was speaking of. So that's what I've got on that, brother. Thank you, brother. All right, uh, let's see. I'll give my commentary and then Brother Larry can read the last third of the chapter and we'll wrap it up. Okay, so... <laughs> Verse 19 here, he says, uh, Moses gave you the law, and yet none of you keep the law. Why do you go about to kill me? Jesus is questioning their little conspiracy against him. And then in verse 20, Brother Carl said it right. You know, you got, who, who says you have a devil? Why are we, and you say we're going about, you know, trying to kill you? You have a devil? You're crazy. They're, they're telling him basically in verse 21, you have a devil who goes about to kill me, to kill the, you. You know, they're, they're saying he's crazy in verse 20, basically. 
Verse 21, he says back to them, he says, I've done one work and you all marvel. In verse 22, he says, Moses gave you circumcision and not because it is from Moses, but the fathers. And ye on the Sabbath day circumcise a man. And so in verse 23, if a man on the Sabbath day receives circumcision that the law of Moses should not be broken, and why are you angry? Because I have made a man every whit whole on the Sabbath day. And then here he's telling them in verse 24, you know, judge not according to the external appearance, which is what they're doing up to this point. And so Jesus tells them in verse 24, judge not according to the appearance, but judge righteously. <laughs> and I am reminded, uh, when I hear this scripture in verse 24, I'm reminded of the other scripture uh, that the spiritual man judges all things, but he himself is judged by no man. I'm reminded of that scripture here in verse, uh, when I see what's in verse 24. So in twenty five then they uh then some of them of um, of the people in Jerusalem uh said is that, is not this the guy whom we're trying to, who they seek to kill? And then in verse twenty six, but lo and behold he speaketh boldly and they say nothing unto him. Do the rulers indeed know that this is the very Christ? In other words, he's saying, you know, do they know that this is God incarnate and they're trying to crucify him and, 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 and capture and apprehend him under false pretenses? You know, the trial of Christ was completely so corrupt on every, you know, the, the, the witnesses were bribed, you know, all anything that can go wrong in a trial went wrong in Jesus' trial. They they were so corrupt on him. So in verse twenty seven he they're saying, How do we how be it we know this man where he is, whence he is? But when Christ cometh no man knoweth whence he is. And then Jesus, you know, cried out in the temple as he taught you both know me, and you know whence I am, and I am not come of myself, but he that sent me is true, referring to the Father, whom you know not. I love that. In that final sentence, the Father, he says, the Father who sent me is true, and you don't know him. I love that. I love it. And I love the way that Jesus just went in the temple. He didn't ask permission. He just said, Oh, here's the temple. I'm going to teach. I don't need no permission from man. I love that. I love the way he just went in and started doing what the, what the Father ordained him to do. I love it. So in verse 28, he just tells them that the Father is the one who sent me, and you don't know him. And then here in verse 29, he says, but I know him, for I am from him, and he has sent me. And then... That's when they got mad. There's so many, so many occurrences like this in all through all throughout the Gospels, where Jesus tells them the truth. They get mad. They try to take him, and he evades them. That that that's got to be supernatural, you know, to evade to to be able to get away from somebody that's right around you or right in front of you, 
or all around you and then to be getting away from them when they're trying to apprehend you, if that isn't supernatural providence of God, I don't know what is. So in verse 30, we see they sought to take him, but no man could lay hands on him, like Brother Carl said so excellently, because his hour was not yet come. And when and when God and when man tries to do something and God says no, guess what? Guess what's going to happen? Man is not going to succeed in going against the will of God. And then here in verse thirty-one, because of this exchange, it says many people believed on him, and said, "When Christ cometh, will he do more miracles than these which this man had done?" So that's that's very interesting. That leads me to conclude that they see this guy doing this stuff and they don't realize it's Jesus. And they say, when Christ comes, will he do the miracles that this man has done? I, I can't under I I don't understand how can they be so blind when they see this man doing these things and not know and to not know that it's Christ come in the flesh, that's uh, that's pretty bad spiritual blindness there. Verse 32, the Pharisees heard that the people murmured about such things concerning him, and the Pharisees and the chief priests, because of this murmuring from the people that they heard, they sent the officers to take them. And then here in verse 33, Jesus said unto them, a little while, and then I go to him that sent me. Verse 34, ye shall seek me and shall not find me, and where I am thither ye cannot come. He's telling them he goes, and this is uh, this is the, you know, in the other gospel, Jesus says that I go so that this Holy Spirit, the Comforter, will come back. So verse 35, Jesus, the Jews said among themselves, whither will he go that we cannot find it, that we shall not find him? Will, we, will he go unto the dispersed among the Gentiles and teach them? And then in verse 36, what manner of saying is this, that he said, ye shall seek me and shall not find me, and where I am thither ye cannot come? So... All right, well, that brings us to the last third of uh, John chapter 7, the last 18 verses. And so I have read and commented, and Brother Carl has read and commented, and Brother Larry has commented on the first two-thirds. And now I will ask Brother Larry to uh, finish us out with the last 18 verses from verse 37 to verse 53, the end of the chapter. Thank you. Okay, well, we've had a number of people join us on Facebook since we've got reconnected. I want to welcome aboard Poss Peter Nelson, uh, Carmen Rodriguez, Rob Pugh, and I also want to convey uh, Carmen has asked us to specifically remember her son, Antonio Cardonia, Cardona, Jr., and so mm-hmm. we will remember, we will remember uh, Antonio Carmen, um, and thanks for re- thanks for reaching out and sharing with us. So let us uh, not forget Carmen's prayer for her son Antonio. Antonio. Amen. Um, beginning in verse thirty-seven, 
in that last day, the great feast, Jesus stood and cried, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. And we realize that he's, again, not talking about physical water. He's talking about the spiritual water, the same water that he gave the, the lady at Samaria. Mm-hmm. And also see in the 55th chapter of Isaiah, he says in the first verse, O everyone that thirsteth, come ye to the waters, and he that hath no money, come ye buy and eat. Yea, come buy wine and milk without money and without price. Last week, Brother Carl made a very important point. That is that the gospel is not for sale. <laughs> okay. We do not hawk the gospel. And it says there in that passage in Isaiah that it is a free gift. And we are told in Ephesians uh, and numerous places that it is a free gift. You can't buy it. You can't hawk it. You can't earn it. It's, it's a gift. And also, he says, He that believeth on me, as the Scripture hath said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Well, we see he is actually uh, referring back again to Isaiah. In the 12th chapter of Isaiah, we read, and I'm just going to read uh, three verses. The 12th chapter of Isaiah, And in that day thou shalt say, O Lord, I will praise thee, though thou wast angry with me. Thine anger is turned away, and thou comfortest me. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid, for the Lord Jehovah is my strength and my song. He also has become my salvation. Therefore, with joy shall ye draw waters out of the wells of salvation. So that, that is what he's referring to there. But this verse thirty nine, but this spirit he of the but this spake he of the spirit which thou they that believe on him should receive the Holy Ghost, which was yet given because that Jesus was not yet glorified, back to what Brother Mark was saying about this passage about him going away. He was mm-hmm. referring to the Holy Spirit. And by the way, the Holy Spirit uh, is given to every elect child of God. Let us not. We all, you know, I had a gal one time ask me, you know, she says, have you received the Holy Spirit? And I said, well, I said, as an elect child of God, we all have received the Holy Spirit. No, 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 no. She said, I mean, uh, evidenced by the baptism of the Holy Spirit, evidenced by speaking in tongues. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And I and, you know, a lot of people have a misunderstanding of the fact that all of God's elect have been given the Holy Spirit. Welcome aboard, Jeff Swayze. Good to see you. Amen. So, verse 40, many of the people, therefore, when they heard this saying, said, of a truth, this is the prophet. Of the truth, this is the prophet. Others said, this is the Christ. But some said, shall Christ come out of Galilee? Hath not the scripture said that Christ cometh to the seed of David, now the town of Bethlehem, where David was? I guess they didn't have Google to do any research on that. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, we know that Christ did come out of Bethlehem. Mm -hmm. So there was 
division among the people because of him, and some of them would have taken him, but no man laid hands on him. Then came the officers to the chief priests and Pharisees, and they said unto him, Why have ye not brought him? As if they could have brought him. You know, mm-hmm. as if they had the power to bring the king of the universe before his own creation. What a what an absolute blasphemous statement. The mm-hmm. officers answered, Ever man spake like this man. Isn't that interesting? They realized the divine um, that this man wasn't just a man. That's why they said no man spake like him, because he wasn't just a man. Then answered them, the Pharisees, Are ye also deceived? Mm-hmm. Have any of the rulers or the Pharisees believed on him? But this people who knoweth not the law are cursed. Now notice that um, the man who came to Jesus by night, this is evidence that he was one of God's elect, because what's he say in verse 50? Nicodemus saith unto them, He that came to Jesus by night, so they wanted to make, you know, uh, John wanted to want us to make sure that it was the same man, okay, mm-hmm. being one of them. He says, Doth our law, a law judge any man before it heareth him, hear him, and know what he doeth? Mm-hmm. Nicodemus, I believe, Nicodemus had already been born again by the Spirit of God right here. Because he had already spoken to Christ, and I believe that Christ revealed himself to Nicodemus. Verse 52, they answered and said unto him, Art thou also of Galilee? Search and look, for out of Galilee ariseth no prophet. That's a pretty lame argument, you know. <laughs> they, had, they had him right in front of him. He was doing all of these wondrous miracles. He was mm-hmm. speaking... Was speaking um, the very oracles of God to them, and they come back to the, ar- the the argument about the fact that no prophet came out of Galilee. And every man went into his own house. That's kind of an interesting thing, you know. Mm-hmm. That often, often what happens to people in organized religion, that's what they do. They go into their own house. They, In other words, we, we don't, if someone brings up uh, some doctrinal issues that have gone awry in organized religion, often people take a hike, don't they? They're very yeah. apathetic. I don't want to deal with this. I'm not going to get involved in this. Um, you know, you know, a wise man holdeth his tongue, blah, blah, blah. You've heard all of it, okay? Mm-hmm. Well, that's exactly what he, I think happened there. They all went into their own house, they were into apathy, they were going to stick their heads down in the sand, and you've yep. heard the saying, what's sticking up out of the sand when your head's sticking down in the sand, <laughs> okay? <laughs> okay, yep. and so anyway, uh, welcome aboard, Lee, that's the horse. And so anyway, this is what happened. They decided they were going to be apathetic, they weren't going to deal with these, and we see the same thing today. Uh, that's why you have 90, over 90% of so-called evangelical Christians buying into the lies of Zionism. That's why we are living in a country now that is serving a foreign entity, the state of Israel. Mm-hmm. And we've got 
thousands of people. I heard there's an organization now that has 59 million followers that have agreed to trace anyone who says anything against Zionism and turn them in. Can you believe that? We have the thought police, 59 million of them now. Well, wow. if, you're, if you're listening and you're a part of that 59 million, and you actually believe that I'm anti-Semitic because I come against Zionism, then guess what? Go tell on me. Go tell the teacher, okay? Go report me, okay? <laughs> because I am against Zionism, and I take a strong stand against it. All right? And I Amen. say that only by the grace of God, okay? And then we also have Pallas Peter. So that's what I have, brother. I'll turn it back over to you. Thank you, Brother Larry. God bless you. All right, Brother Carl, give us some commentary on this last third. Okay, yeah, I would just like to say publicly, um, since there's 59 million thought police out there listening, um, or, you know, look, if you, you know, if you people can hear me, not only am I against Zionism, but I'm against the people who say they are Jews and are not. And that's who our Lord and Savior is calling out here in the Gospel of John. And I'm going to back up here a little bit further here to verse 28 and 29 one more time. All right, he, okay. uses, the divine, he uses the divine name here on him again. And he is claiming to be the son of God. All right? Amen. And these, these Pharisees and these Jews that don't like it, these are the people that we refer to in today's time as Talmudic Jews. All right? Mm-hmm. These people in the time of Christ... And that's why he called them a generation of vipers. All mm-hmm. right, they were they were worshiping Lucifer. They were worshiping the serpent of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. All right, that's Amen. what they were doing. All right, and he's calling this mess out. All right, now it's only the sinner. All right, we you know we're told in scripture. All right that. Christ did not come to call the righteous to repentance, but sinners, all right? And it's only the sinner that God is going to bestow his grace upon, all right? These people that believed on Christ, like Nicodemus, because he was taught of God, by you know, God giving him the grace and the faith to believe, he revealed to Nicodemus what he was by nature. Amen. He revealed Nicodemus to Nicodemus his total depravity and his need for a savior. The same thing with the Samaritan woman at the well. The same thing with the woman caught in adultery here in John eight. All right, the, yeah. you know, and you know, someone like me who was a homeless junkie when God saved me. All right, mm-hmm. Christ, Christ <laughs> takes the foolish things of the world, like me, and confounds mm-hmm. the wise with them. All right, and, and 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 this confounded these so-called wise men of the time, and you know, these these people in verse thirty-five, these Jews, they actually prophesy right here, and they don't realize it. All right, uh-huh. it's like a, it's like Ephias later once they learn that Christ is in fact the Son of God, because they know at that point, but they want to kill him. Once he raises Lazarus, once he raises Lazarus from the dead, the the conspiracy amongst these snakes goes to a whole another level. And Kephiah says, and I may not get this right word for word, but what he says is it is isn't it better that one man die for the people 
so a bunch of people right. don't have to, referring to Christ. And in verse 35 here, what they are prophesying about the gospel going to the Gentiles and don't even know it. So truly, the Lord can take a jackass and speak through it. It's like he did Amen. to Balaam. Yeah, but, you know, right. and, you know, and again, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is king, all right? And we don't give a king a try. We're ruled and conquered by one, all right? And we cannot put, we cannot put our hands to any of this, nor do we desire to, all right? And I just want to say one more time that, okay, we're not the racist here, all right? Right. You people are. You people who claim to be closer to God because of your skin color, you're the mm. racist, not us. And not only That's, am I against Zionism, I'm against you by the grace of God in the name of mm. Jesus Christ and for his glory. And with that, I'll turn it back over to you guys. Wonderful. Well, really, <clears throat> this has been really wonderful going through uh, John 7 this morning. Totally, totally unplanned. I think I think it's better when we do things unplanned because then the power of God, you know, can can come through. So this this has been really wonderful this morning coming through, you know, on John seven completely unplanned. So uh, yeah, that's that's really that's really wonderful on the last third of the chapter. And so Brother Carl's commentary and Brother Larry's commentary on that last third was so excellent, wonderful. I think I'm just going to go with that and uh, say this is we're pretty much at the top of the hour. So I want to say, saints, God bless you. May Jehovah meet you at the point of your need. And uh, please keep praying for the Phillips family at this time, and please keep uh, praying for our brother Carl's mom, Reba Sandage, that God would bring her out of organized religion into the true faith. All right. Well, with that, uh, do we have any announcements for the coming week, Brother Larry? Uh, well, we all know that we're going to be back tonight, and uh, Brother Mark, I uh, appreciate your leading us today in the the seventh chapter, John, and tonight Brother Carl is going to be bringing us a message on looking at Christ um, in Genesis, and uh, I'm looking forward to uh, hearing what he has for us, and uh, that will be at six o'clock central time this evening, and then Wednesday night we're going to continue our study on the five biblical points, and we've already done uh, our study on total depravity. We're going to move into unconditional election. And then Thursday night, Thursday night, Brother Carl and Brother Mark do a fellowship call for us, and mm -hmm. they usually come very timely topics. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, yes. I did get your uh, message, Katamachi, uh, and also the others that have uh, commented as well. We appreciate your comments. We appreciate all the people that have joined us. We apologize for the bad connections, even though we have no control over what Facebook and uh, his people do over there. I um, want to also uh, remind everyone, uh, and I just, you know, and, and this is by the grace of God, 
we're planning to have a fellowship here on the 13th, 14th, and 15th of September. And um, everyone who's welcome who upholds the doctrines of sovereign grace uh, to join us for that fellowship. And that's pretty much all I have. I do want to remember Carmen Rodriguez's prayers for her son, Antonio Cardona, Jr., again. And we know that um, Mark has already listed his prayer requests, and I want to also uh, give a shout-out for people to remember Brother Mark and the people uh, that join us often on Facebook that have become very special to us, Ashley Kenny, Andrew Brown, Rick Victoric, MJ Abelos, uh, you all know who you are. Um, yes. And we appreciate, we appreciate you joining us. We appreciate all your comments and everything. And also, uh, I would like to, <coughs> um, I would like to, um, just have kind of an unspoken request. I don't want to go public with it yet. Um, uh -huh. I'll just make a generic statement. Uh, I am having some dialogue with a person who I believe that the Holy Spirit of God is um, is reaching, is touching, and uh, I just would ask for prayers from the people for God's wisdom as I deal with this individual. We know that all things are of God, but I just ask for wisdom and, and as I have dialogue with, with this person. That's all I have, brother. Uh, turn it back over to you guys. Wonderful, wonderful announcements. Okay, Brother Carl, do you want to read your John 6 chapter for us? Or... <laughs> oh, you already know, brother. You already know. So. Everybody, it was uh, <laughs> amen. Uh, everybody, it was good to be with you guys this morning in fellowship. And once again, I just want to state publicly, um, all right, we're not the racist here, okay? Right. We know that there's nothing good about us, all right? And our Lord and Savior said that when he would be lifted up, that he's going to draw all men to him, all right? That means so-called Jew and Gentile. All right, black and white, rich or free, it doesn't matter what country you're from, whether you're a man or a woman. doesn't matter, all right, because Christianity is not about us, all right? Amen. It's about our King and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and what he's done for us, all right? Amen. And we don't care about the color of somebody's skin, but we do come against this demonic evil in the name of Jesus Christ and call this out by the grace of God like he has instructed us to do. All right, and I just wanted to say that one more time publicly that, you know, these people, you people out there are the real racists, all right? You claim to be closer to God and be favored to God because of the color of the color of your skin, and that's racism. So yep. with that, I just say thanks to everybody that was listening today. God bless you all, Brother Mark Kennedy, Sister Mark Phillips, um, Brother Larry Phillips, and Sister Rosette. Um, Bab says hello, and she loves you guys, and we both love you all as well in the name of Jesus Christ. And I'll just close out with the Gospel of John, chapter 6, verse 35 through 40, and authorized King James Version only. Verse 35, And Jesus said unto them, I am the bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger, and he that believeth on me shall never thirst. But I said unto you that ye also have seen me and believe not. 
all that the Father giveth me shall come to me, and him that cometh to me I will in no wise cast out. For I came down from heaven not to do mine own will, but the will of him that sent me. And this is the Father's will which hath sent me, that of all which he hath given me I should lose nothing, but should raise it up again at the last day. And this is the will of him that sent me, that every one which seeth the Son and believeth on him may have everlasting life, and I will raise him up at the last day. Amen. Amen. Well, we will we will see you all this evening. Uh, yeah. Six o'clock central, and uh, have a blessed afternoon. Love you, saints. Brother Carl, Brother Larry, Brother Mark, Phillips, Sister Rosette, Tulip, Babs. Love you, saints. Everyone have a great day. Thank, Thank you. you. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.